Do not let your hearts be troubled. Easier said than done, because there's a lot going on in our lives. Moves that are coming up, uncertainty of knowing where we're going to be a year from now, two years from now. And then that's on top of all of the normal drama of human existence. And yet the Lord says, do not let your hearts be troubled. And he follows it up with, you have faith in God, have faith also in me. Now let's unpack that a little bit. Jesus knows our hearts, and he is the only one who knows the context perfectly. Right? He knows all of the junk, everything that's going on. Everything that's difficult for us, he knows intimately. And yet he says, do not let your hearts be troubled because you can have faith in me. Right? We have this initial faith in God. Even without revelation, we have the powers of our reason to look at creation and say, okay, there is some kind of ordering force. And if, if I am personal... Right? And being personal is greater than not having personhood, than that force that created everything. That, that's probably a personal force as well. Right? Some intelligent being has created everything. And we can take some solace in that. But when Jesus says, have faith also in me, he makes it that much more personal. He says, don't just trust that God is the creator of all things, so in some mysterious plan, he's going to work everything out. No, look at Jesus Christ, crucified on a cross for you. Look at the tenderness and the love he has for you, and put your faith in that. That God does not love us as a category. It isn't, oh, I love humanity, the individual humans, eh, but as a whole, I guess I'll love all of them. No, he looks at you with your troubled heart, with your questioning mind, with all of these situations swirling about you, making life difficult, and he says, I love you. And your faith in that is what can get you through really anything life throws at you. But where do we put these troubles in our hearts, right? Because they don't just go away. Christianity is not just putting our heads in the sand and pretending that there are no problems. No, Christianity is a relationship that gives us a way to convert that troubled heart into a more trusting heart. And that miracle of that conversion experience from a troubled heart to a trusting heart happens here. At Mass. Right? The priest, at every Mass, what does he do when he's up at the altar? Kids, you're making your first Holy Communion. The wafer that I hold up, when I bring it, to, when it's first brought to the altar, what is it? It's just bread, right? But then after I call down the Holy Spirit upon it, what you receive in your First Holy Communion, what is it? Is it just normal bread? No, what is it? Yeah, it's Jesus, exactly. No, it's the crucified and risen one. That's deep theology there, buddy. It is Jesus Christ. 
Now you may say, whoa, 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 how does that happen? Well, the same God who created everything, he can change what he created, right? And and, and if he loves you so much that he wants to be one with you, then he has to be one with you, not just spiritually, but physically. Because how many of you have bodies? Okay, we have at least one ghost. But the rest of you have bodies, right? Well, Jesus wants to be one with not just your soul, but your body too. And so he becomes the very food that you need to have the strength to live out your Christian life. You see, as the priest transforms through his prayers the bread and wine into the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ, so every single person who comes to Mass is able to participate in their royal priesthood. What was it that St. Peter called you all? He said, a chosen race, a royal priesthood. Twice he said it in that one reading. He said that you are to be a holy priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices. Now, what do priests do? They offer sacrifice. And they preach the word. We're incapable of doing that out there if we don't do it here. Sometimes we think that we come to Mass so that we can get something, right? So we can get a little spiritual nugget, some inspiration for the week. Oh, that's fine, but really that's icing on the cake. You don't come here to be a spectator. You come here to be a priest so that you can offer your sacrifice and you can be the agent of a transformation. As the priest transforms bread and wine into the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ, so you bring your troubled heart to him and let his grace transform it into a trusting one. You bring to him at Mass everything that you need transformed, and you participate in that sacrifice. Now, you may say, Father, that sounds like something that I need to be paying attention for, and I haven't paid attention since kid one, right? And that was eight years ago. No, no, no. Your presence is what you bring to the Lord. It it, it is that consistency of saying, Lord, Whoever is up there on the altar, I know that you're there, and that's what's important. Whoever is up there at the pulpit, I know that you're there, and that's what's important. And and I come here not just to receive, but to offer. Because you spend every single moment of my existence offering yourself to me. Offering all that I have and all that I am to me as a free gift. I want to, at least once a week, live up to the fact that being baptized into your body, I am a priest, and I offer my presence at the Mass. I give you my troubled heart and ask that you may make it a trusting heart, one that still has problems, still has difficulties, fears, worries, but over all of that has faith in the love of Jesus Christ. And he strengthens us in that. Right? Christ the High Priest makes us better priests, through Holy Communion. That when we receive Him who has become our nourishment, we become more like Him. Kids, which of you has ever eaten a burrito? Okay. She doesn't have a body, but she's eaten a burrito. Very good. (laughs) So, when you eat the burrito, the burrito becomes you, right? It gives you a little bit of nutrients, right? You get strength to do the rest of the day. 
But you don't really change all that much. The one food that we will ever eat that we become more like it rather than it just becoming part of us is the bread of life, Jesus Christ. That in eating him, when we receive that host, we get to participate in his life. He makes you capable of doing extraordinary things. What is it that he said in the gospel? He said, whoever believes in me will do the works that I do and will do greater ones than these. He's going to give you superpowers today. Now, they're not going to be the ones that you're thinking of, not the ones in the movies. Those are, I mean, they're fine, but shooting lasers out of your eyes, it's not that big a deal compared to being able to give people spiritual life, compared to being able to help people make it to heaven. That's the greatest thing that you could ever do for someone is to show them the love of Jesus in such a way that they draw closer to him, and then for all of eternity, they're with him in heaven. It is one of the most incredible things that you will ever be able to do to forgive someone from the heart. To act as Jesus has acted. To have a love for other people that says, you know what, I'm going to put your needs in front of my desires. Friends, that's a superpower. That's something that is difficult to do for us adults. But you're going to be receiving Jesus today. And he's going to give you the power to do that, to live that way, and to show us what restored innocence looks like. And so know that we are so happy for you on this day of your First Holy Communion, that you will be receiving the body, the blood, the soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. That in receiving him, you'll become more like him. And you're going to live up to that baptismal call that he's given you to be a priest, a prophet, and a king. You'll be able to reign with him here on earth by controlling your your passions, your emotions, by having that that superpower of self-control. You're going to be a prophet for him in being able to show the truths of your faith, to be able to learn your faith and then spread it. And you'll be able to be a priest by bringing to God everything that's going on in your life and bringing it to him at every Mass and asking him to transform it along with your transformed heart to make it one filled with trust and love for Jesus.